0: Murder and Moonshine, a true crime podcast with a southern twist.
1: Hey, y'all! Welcome back to Murder and Moonshine. This is
0: Christy, and this is Misty. And today it is part two part of Christy's two. story.
1: I know you guys want to hear it. I do. You ain't you ready left for me it. Hanging. You I'm ready. excited to yes. hear about it. Yes. It's good. And what else is good is no more cherries today, bitch. <laughs> no, no. We're gonna switch it right over to some Sugarland Shine Mark and Diggers Hazelnut Rum. Yummy. Misty picked this out, so I'm not even sure what the proof. What is this? This is eighty proof. Eighty. Mm. Mm. Starting off right.
0: Yeah. So, but it's not a hundred proof. So and if you got are, through part one, there are no fruits. There are no no particles up in here. No. Yeah. Because I don't know if you can still call them fruit after they've soaked (laughs) in a (laughs) hundred Just floating
1: balls. Yeah. Nothing in this. No,
0: nothing. But it is a pretty amber color. It is. Yeah. And the jar is pretty too.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Well, before we take these hazelnut rum moonshine shots, Mm -hmm. I have to tell you about this article I read. Oh, do tell. And it was an Alabama man... Shocks shoppers with X-rated plunge into the Bass Pro Shop <laughs> Aquarium. So, you know, all them Bass Pro Shops have that aquarium yeah. in there and they've got, yeah. you know, different types of fish in there. and Big whatnot. ass fish. Yes, yes. Well, apparently this 42-year-old man in Alabama, and it's a town outside of Birmingham, mm-hmm. he crashed his car in front of the Bass Pro Shop, got out, stripped down Butt ass naked, <laughs> bucket naked girl, and he runs inside the Bass Pro Shop and does a cannonball <laughs> into the aquarium. The aqua-
1: What? It said it
0: said local shoppers were horrified.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine standing up in the window? Hold- We've all been there. You hold your kids up in the window. Yeah, they're up at the glass. They're, they're looking, looking at, at the, the fish. fish. And then what? Cocking balls right in front of your face? Yes,
0: yes. A naked man,
1: bitch. How about I'd, balls
0: into the aquarium? How about I'd run over to that side with that little magnifying windows? So <laughs> <I can't. laughs> like, let's really, let's really <laughs> check this out here. They said that he lounged up next to the waterfalls, like letting huh? the water bubble.
1: Cascade then, over his body, yes,
0: and then he got out of the aquarium and was yelling and running after two cops, and then turned around and ran and dove back into the aquarium again. And then they said that he eventually came out of the aquarium and he slid down the front and hit the concrete floor <laughs> <laughs> where he was promptly arrested. <laughs> I swear. I would almost give up like a month's salary to have <laughs> seen that show, bitch. Could you imagine? i am like, I've never been so excited to be in Bass Pro Shop That right now. <laughs> would be the story
1: of a lifetime. You're I- minding your own business over there looking at some fishing rods yes. and shit. And here comes a naked man running through the store yes. and cannonballs into the fountain. I know the, the one um,
0: aquarium. I know me. the one in Concord. Like it's over there in the on the back of the wall. If you're walking from the outside in, yeah. and like, what if you're just there looking at some life jackets and That's shit, and all of a sudden this dude <laughs> runs by butt ass naked, and you're like, okay, wait, <laughs> did I just see that? <laughs> yes. I'm gonna break out my phone immediately.
1: Yes, and and. I'm going to follow him.
0: Oh, 100%. I don't give a shit if you're looking at me videoing him. Right.
1: I'm going to see what's happening.
0: No fucks given. I'm recording
1: this. Oh, my God. To enjoy later. And then I went straight to that magnifying window. (laughs) Where you get that deep dive. (laughs) Just checking out the wildlife here. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, he was arrested. He was. Why did he crash his car there? in the front? I mean, was he intoxicated? The article did not
0: say. I would assume so. I mean, I don't. How much...
1: How high? What do you have to be I on? I don't know.
0: Maybe he was up for days and
1: was, you to know. To run through Bass Pro Naked and jump in the aquarium. Why
0: do drunk people or people that are really fucked up, why do they tend to get naked?
1: naked. I don't Ain't, know. And it's always men, or it seems to be.
0: I, there's some women out there that would be butt-ass naked because, you know, on Lake Tillery, they have that sandbar.
1: Mm, yeah. Where
0: all the pontoon boats would go and park. Yeah, it's about knee-deep sand, you know. Yeah. Well, I was out there, this has been several years ago, and there was a woman celebrating her 50th birthday. Mm, Okay, having a good time. She got (laughs) butt-ass naked, and yes, phones was coming out. I mean, there are some, I bet there are some people out there that have seen parts of her anatomy that she hasn't seen. (laughs) I mean, she was bending over, grabbing her ankles, like, why? She was trying to. Knock 50 out of the park, I but guess. But why? Why do we need. We don't. I need don't know why. I have never gotten so drunk that I needed to. To show my butt Just be to naked. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. But yeah, it happens a lot with drunk people or people that were just
1: fucked up. Keep I don't your know. damn
0: clothes on.
1: I've seen one too many flaccid penises <laughs> in my life. For damn sure.
0: I would imagine. I have not seen this guy's picture. But you know, anytime you're reading stuff like this, you just go ahead and formulate. What you think they look like in their mind. You get a mental image. Yeah. And I'm not picturing anything that you'd want to go look in the magnifying glass at. I'm thinking bushy. Mm -hmm. And flaccid. Very flaccid, I would imagine. (laughs) (laughs) And speaking of flaccid. (laughs) Oh, God. I also, you know I love these crazy-ass stories. Yes. Well, I also read an article about a guy that was arrested in Florida Mm -hmm. for... Uh, molesting a
1: plastic <laughs> manatee statue outside of a restaurant. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. He, he was molesting the statue. I'm going I'm to have to question that because I've humped my fair share of objects. <laughs> and just because you hump something trying to be funny don't mean you're molesting a statue. Well,
0: I think he had been showing his ass. He had a little reign of terror within walking distance of his hotel.
1: Oh, So he
0: started at one restaurant where they asked him to leave because he had already paid his bill, Mm -hmm. but was just staying there. And finally, they're like, you need to go on and go, man. And he starts throwing deep fried gator nuggets (laughs) into this (laughs) restaurant. (laughs) They said he was aggressive. He was aggressively throwing deep fried -fried gator gator nuggets. nuggets. Yeah, yeah. So then he proceeds to walk to a different <laughs> one that has a statue of a manatee out front and is doing lewd acts <laughs> on this manatee, mm-hmm. which it's,
1: I've been there. that. I don't know. That,
0: they didn't describe the actual molesting of the statue. Well, I mean, we have an idea. But we all have imaginations, yes, right?
1: I have an idea. So
0: then after that, he goes back to his hotel and he is yelling at the front desk staff and being aggressive there. He won't tell them what his room number is because they're just trying to get him to his room. Just go. Just Finally, go. they make him leave. He is still out in the parking lot yelling at people and vehicles <laughs> driving by. And when he's... the cops arrest him, he has deep fried gator nuggets <laughs> still in his pocket, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he had took some on the road. Why?
1: Why is pop, Why is he putting food in his pocket? Well, I mean, why is he doing anything he's doing at why? this point?
0: And he, I would think for a restaurant to actually make you leave after you've paid your bill, then
1: you're being obnoxious. You're as probably
0: fuck. already being obnoxious, yeah. or you have been there a long, long time. fucking time. True, true. So they're like, shift changing, dude, yeah. you need to go. He said, Well, I'm going to leave. I'm going to take these damn gator nuggets. <laughs> He the ones he didn't throw at him in the rest. Oh. <laughs> they said even out in the parking lot he was throwing. And I don't know if they had the door open <laughs> or what, but he was throwing him gator nuggets. Aggressive. Aggressive. Everywhere described him as aggressive. I imagine him molesting the manatee statue was aggressive as well. as well. It just wasn't his night. It really wasn't. It was Some his people night. can't handle whatever
1: it was. I've never that he been, was been on doing. a rampage of terror like that. No, no. But I don't I, remember. Wasting food like that. Right. I don't throw food, but I've humped a few things. Yes. I've seen it. <laughs> so I wanted to clear that air there. Yeah. Like, do you think Wait it's just minute. some, you know, right. college
0: kids walking right. by and right. yeah, being funny? And no, apparently he was out. a fucking problem. Yeah.
1: This was a fucking
0: problem. Multiple areas he was a, <laughs> problem. a problem. So I feel like for him them to charge him with that, it had to be pretty, pretty bad. Pretty bad. Yeah. 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 What do they do with the
1: nuggets? Do they know. do they store that as its property? Do and you do it like a nuggets? kid that
0: like a toddler that has something gross in his hand but is clenching their fist and <laughs> what And you're just trying to like shake their little hand free so it'd just come out. <laughs> Are they like the cops
1: like <laughs> put down put the down. gator drop bites?
0: It, drop it, drop it. <laughs> put down the gator nuggets.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's why I could never be a cop either, right? Because you... I
0: would so make fun of people. <laughs> I would, there would be some be like, I'm just letting you know Right off the bat I'm going to tase you Because I don't even feel like Dealing with you right now oh. You are going to be a
1: problem I'd be
0: like Y'all this motherfucker Has some gator nuggets
1: <laughs> In all his
0: cracks And crevices I'd be the number one On the force For tasing people yeah. I'd be Like I'm not even You run in your
1: mouth Pow There we go <laughs> Yeah you They have like that Use of physical force
0: yes. <laughs> You may not make it Very long I wouldn't I'd be an HR violation For sure <laughs> Okay, we need a shot. Yes, <laughs> let's do this shot. Here it looks
1: go. good. All right. Fill your cups up. All the way up. Whatever you're drinking. Cheers, bitches. Mmm. Not bad.
0: I think that's pretty
1: good. Yeah, that's
0: pretty smooth for 80 proof.
1: I can definitely toast the hazelnut and mm-hmm. a little bit of rum. Mm-hmm. Nothing's too strong. That's smooth. Make you feel just slightly... Tropical. I like it. I like it. I dig it. So, for part two of this Pike County massacre, let me review some trigger warnings before we get started. Um, this is the most complicated and mass killings in Ohio history murder, drugs, and a little bit of politics sprinkled in. So, let's review. Remember, there's a lot of people yes. in this story. We started with the murders. Basically, the annihilation of the Roden family: Um, Chris Senior, his ex-wife Dana, their children Frankie, Hannah, Chris Junior. Then we have Frankie's fiance Hannah. We have Chris Senior's brother Kenneth and Chris Senior's cousin Gary. Yes, those are all of our victims. Wow. And then I also introduced you to the Wagner family, who is very closely intertwined. With the rodents. Right. Uh, the main members of those family, Billy, Angela, George, and Jake. Okay. Jake and Hannah Mae have a baby together. hmm Billy, Chris Sr., best friends. George, Frankie, best friends. Gotcha. And I left you with a little cliffhanger there that um, some of these small town families have some big, deep, t- dark Secrets. Secrets, secrets yes. So just to recap again, in part one, we know Hannah has, Hannah Roden has moved into the Wagner house with her boyfriend, Jake, and she's found out she was pregnant. Okay. Um, Angela, Jake and George's mother, Mm -hmm. controlling, possessive. You said it was
0: like an uncomfortable kind of borderline, weird weird, relationship. Yes.
1: Well, when Hannah found out she was pregnant, Angela made it clear from the very beginning she's not going to be one of these grandma types that spoils the baby and gives it back. No, she's going to be in charge. What? She's the one that's going to call the shots with this new baby. Because you'll find out more and more that's how Angela ran her house. So she was Queen Bee in all sense of the word there. yes. Well, after the baby is born, Hannah wanted to continue going to school so she could graduate and sure. she wanted to keep working. But no, this is not what Jake or his mama wanted. Mm-mm. She's 15. It doesn't matter. You're going to be a mama. You're going to stay home. And you're going to do what Angela and Jake says, period. Mm. Mm. So, of course, that's not going to work out well for no. her. And Angela is the one that's setting up these rules and Hannah would look to Jake for support. Oh, but no. Mm-mm. He always took his mama's side. Yeah, they sound like peas in a pod, right? This is what she says goes. According to Hannah, Jake would physically get in her face and tell her what she was allowed to do and who she was allowed to talk to. What? Dana Roden was concerned about Jake's behavior as well because here, you know, Hannah's 16 and pregnant. Right. And, and you're telling her who she can down talk all these to. Laws. Yeah. yeah. Well, Jake... Ended up, there was an incident where Jake ended up putting his like forearm on her throat and right. holding her against the wall, right? And he was choking her. He was trying to choke her. Oh my god! While she's pregnant? Yes, because oh she had step, quote gosh. stepped out of line. <gasps> Asshole! No, 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 no. I'm sorry. This is not while she was pregnant. This was after the baby was born. Right after the baby. Okay, yes, gotcha. yeah. Either way, I mean, either, either way, it yeah, was, yeah. It's horrible. So Jake, I mean, Hannah. So that's enough. I'm out. Done. Peace. I'm bouncing. Good for her. And she moves back in with her mom, Dana. Thank God. Like, she didn't waste any more time. Right.
0: Absolutely.
1: Especially with her being so young. You're so impressionable
0: that... At least she didn't fall into that. Let me see what I can do to please him. Well, I mean, I'm sure she probably did to to a certain extent. But that was like the straw that broke the camel's back then.
1: So overall, they were together for five years when Hannah left Jake once and for all. Mm-hmm. Well, that's when the real fighting began. There was a verbal custody agreement between Jake and Hannah. One week on, one week off. Okay, yeah. Well, on Hannah's week, she planned to put the baby in daycare. Yeah. She's going to school. She's going to work. She right. needs somebody to keep the baby. Well, Jake and Angela... Did not want that baby in daycare. Like, that was not even an option. And I saw text messages where he's calling her out, telling her she's basically a horrible mother, an unfit mother, if she puts this baby in daycare. What a piece of shit. And a lot of that is stemming from Angela. Sure. I mean, all, she wouldn't let the kids go to school specifically so that For, she could control, control them. everything. And... Now she wants to do the same with this new baby. Right. And it's out of her control. Mm-hmm. And they start freaking the fuck out about it. Jake wants full custody of his daughter. But the lawyers they hired told him, look, the courts are going to be in favor of the mother. Hannah is not an unfit mother. Right. So why would they just rip this child because away from Because she her wants to finish high school and put the baby in daycare and yeah, work. And work that does not make her a bad mother. Right. So they didn't pursue it because it wasn't going to happen. Right. It wasn't going to happen. While Hannah is living with her mom, raising Kylie, she meets and starts dating Charlie Gilly. Now, remember Frankie's fiance, is Hannah he, Gilly. Yeah. yeah. so we have a little. That's her. That's the brand. Fa- a family member. Oh, okay. I don't know. if I don't think it's a brother. I think it's a cousin. Gotcha. Either way, family member. Gotcha. Well, Hannah gets pregnant again. Yep. Unfortunately, Hannah and Charlie break up before the baby is born. Right. And Hannah gives birth to baby Sophia in April 2016, four days before she's murdered. Mm. Yeah. Immediately after the murders, when the Wagner family was interviewed, Jake was interviewed, He was questioned about his relationship with Hannah, and Jake indicated that even though they'd broken up, they were still really friendly and got along really well. What an idiot. He said everything was great.
0: Do they, he probably thinks that, what, the police are just going to take his word for it? I I don't
1: know. I mean, there's a digital
0: trail where obviously you wrote some shitty text messages and things like that. I don't know if he thinks they won't. You would do better just far. owning it and saying, yeah, I mean, look, we were not getting
1: along. Over custody. Yeah. Right. Well, by the fall of 2016, mm-hmm. BCI and the investigators started getting information back from the social media accounts that they had. The warrants, you know, to yeah. get all the records. Yeah. From the Roden family. And they found some interesting shit that contradicted what Jake had said. Yeah, she obviously. Idiot. Yeah. Hannah had been messaging people about how she was going to have to fight Jake for custody of the baby. I say baby, toddler. She yeah. Cuz she had an infant too, but sure. they were both young. So there were some inconsistencies in what Jake had told them and what they found on the messages. They definitely take note of all this. Right. Inconsistent information. Right. Well, BCI is talking to everyone in the Roden family. Remember in part one, I told you they were kind of concentrating on maybe another family member that could have done this. Mm-hmm. And this is when they were tipped off that Chris Roden Sr. and Billy Wagner were not just friends, but they were partners. Oh. And that they were selling drugs together. Uh BCI wanted to interview Billy, so they surprised him, and as he was walking out of a Kroger, just like shopping center, the investigators stopped him and put him in the police car and started questioning him right there. Mm Mm-hmm. Billy first, he agrees to cooperate, tell him everything he knows. He started off by telling the agents that they were going in the wrong direction. Billy stated that Chris was the kind of guy that would give you the shirt off his back, and Chris was his best friend. He told him to quit accusing any Roden family members because it was definitely not another member of this family. Billy said, and I quote, This was like some SEAL Team 6 bullshit. Ain't no bunch of damn hillbillies do something like that. mm Billy went on to say Chris wasn't a saint, but Chris ain't never hurt nobody. Billy said he had no idea what Chris was doing and it wasn't any of his business. You know, obviously he's talking out both sides of his mouth. Sure. They just let him ramble on and on. You know, you just keep talking. We'll just listen to whatever you got to say. Billy told BCI that it goes against every grain in his body to even talk to the police and tell them anything. Mm, i bet so when you got something to hide but he did want to let the police know that chris was expecting the shipment of weed coming in you know the real good commercial shit billy tells him it was a huge amount of weed and that chris intended to start selling it to the entire county billy said he told chris that he was out of his damn mind for wanting to sell that much weed and BCI said well so the wheat is the really good stuff, right? And he said, hell yeah. Chris ain't going to do anything half-assed. Mm. Mm. I can just hear it in his voice, yes. you know. But then Billy immediately says, but like I know, but like I said, I, I, I don't know nothing about his business. I don't know nothing about his business. But you just said that there's a
0: large shipment coming mm-hmm. in.
1: Mm-hmm. So Billy was definitely trying to lead BCI in the direction that this huge broker drug deal was going to make him a huge amount of money, but it was a huge threat for the local drug trafficking community. Mm -hmm. So that's what Billy's feeding them. Right. But when they got the information, when BCI got the information that Billy and Chris were selling drugs together, Mm -hmm. I mean, they were pretty much told and it's easy to put the pieces together. Chris is growing well, Billy has the big trucks. Right. So he's moving. He's hauling. He's transporting. Right. And they were informed that Chris and Billy had just wrapped up an $800,000 drug deal. Oh, my God. Bitch, I told you it's some weed weed. That is, wait, uh,
0: $800,000. Well, that makes <clears throat> You know, having that farmland and trailers spotted all around mm-hmm. and stuff like that, you would think that if they were bringing in that much money, that they would live in nicer places.
1: Yeah, I but
0: if they wanted to keep the cover, keep things the mm-hmm. same, keep I, it quiet. Yes, yeah. okay.
1: And I think they were not flashy type of people. Chris anyway. Senior, that, that he was not a flashy type of person. Right, I truly believe. I mean, I don't know the man, but I truly believe he was maybe doing this more to have money for his family and his grandkids. Gotcha. It wasn't just about him right. making money. Right. You know? I don't think you want to be like a drug kingpin or some shit like that. Right? So. But BCI told Billy outright, look. We've had people say that y'all were in the weed business together and that you've hauled weed in the 18-wheeler. And he said, absolutely not. No, 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 no. He said he's never hauled anything in his big trucks for Chris other than cars. Because they would buy, I think, cars at auctions mm-hmm. and then restore them and resell A- and them. And resell them. Yeah. yeah. So he admitted to hauling cars. Yeah. But he said he ain't never hauled no weed. Mm-hmm. They ended the interview, and Billy told him, look, y'all just call me back if y'all need anything else, okay?
0: Yeah, so he can seem like he's being helpful.
1: (laughs) Well, BCI was getting word on the street that actually Billy Wagner was just a big schemer. And he was always coming up with ways to, like, make a lot of money fast. Right, right. Don't know if it necessarily worked for him ever. Right. But it was big ideas. Like, he wanted to open a whorehouse and a bar in Mexico. Oh, Wow. I mean. And then flip side, he wanted to go to Canada and buy a bunch of pharmaceuticals and then bring them back here in the U.S. and sell them because they're so much cheaper in Canada than they are here. And I don't know the price of pharmaceuticals in Canada. Yeah. But, I mean, the price of food is freaking outrageous. Yeah, I've seen some TikTok videos on how much it costs in Canada. The food is crazy. So I can't see how anything would be cheaper in Canada right now. Billy was described as a certified couch potato that looked like an ogre (laughs) who was as sharp as a bowling ball. (laughs) (laughs) I did
0: have to put that in there because I thought that was so funny. That is great. And I mean. Sharp
1: as a bowling ball. Girl. Heavy as one, (laughs) too. Apparently. (laughs) Apparently. So while BCI is still actively investigating the murders, they find out that the Wagner family is planning on leaving Ohio. So Rich, Granny, Franny. Frederica. Freddie. Freddie. With flair. With flair. Freddie with flair. flair. That has the big farm and all the money. Right. They're going to move from her and go to Alaska. Alaska. Wow. So the Wagner sold their house and their shit and officially moved to Kenai, Alaska. Kenai, Alaska is completely off the grid. Wow. If that didn't speak volumes. They told the other Wagner family members that they were also moving to Alaska because number 1 they lived they loved it there. Apparently they have visited there and they have said before that they, they would wanted, like to live there. Right. So number 1 they loved it there. Number 2, they were afraid for their own lives. They really convinced the other family members That somebody was going to come kill all of them as well, so they were going to get the hell out of Dodge. What? Angela found a house in Alaska that they all loved, and Billy, Angela, George, and Jake, and two children. George has a son, and since Hannah Mae passed away, Jake is raising Kylie himself. Right, right. So two children as well. Um while they were living in alaska both billy's father and angela's father passed away not one of them come home for the funeral oh none of that family came home for either funeral yeah
0: see that's speaking volumes that just screams there's some shit that suspicious it. yeah
1: so now it's been a year since the murders but Since the Wagners sold their house in Pike County and moved to Alaska, Mm -hmm. the new owner of this house allowed BCI to come in and search the property. Mm -hmm. And let me set this up for you. The person that bought this house was a Wagner family member as well. And so Angela and Billy had like a barn out back Mm -hmm. and it was full of stuff. Right. So anything that was left in the house, they also added to that barn out back. Just full of shit. Okay. So after they sold it, they were like, can we come look at it? They said, hell yeah, look through all of it. I don't care. Yeah. And they're probably like,
0: my family members didn't do anything. They're worried for their own lives. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Complete
1: confidence. Well, the search took several days, obviously. And after going through tens of thousands of items, investigators found a receipt from Walmart where the Wagners had purchased two pair of tennis shoes. One size ten and a half, one size eleven, oh. both thirteen ninety seven from Walmart. Oh, how so remember stupid, right? Like you would keep the receipt, yes, for fourteen dollars shoes. Actually, no, I saw the receipt. It was a Walmart receipt and had a bunch of stuff on it. Okay, but those two pairs of shoes were, were on, on that, that. receipt, but like. Why would you And even... one was 10 and a half and one was 11. So they find this receipt. They know what store it came from. Right. So let's go back and look at some security footage. Bitch, Walmart, this Walmart, they must have got their security footage from NASA. Because the Walmart footage we see around here, you can barely make out. Who right. It's a person. It's so pixelated. That photo was so fucking clear of... Angela Wagner walking into that Walmart buying those fucking shoes. Yeah, you know that bitch had her hand in it. And that was on 4-7-2016. Dates are going to be important. Okay. The murders took place 4-22. So on April she 7th. She bought shoes on 4-7. Yeah,
0: okay. So April 7th, she buys the shoes. The murders happen on April 22nd. Mm-hmm. The more
1: information they gathered, the more and more they're led to the Wagners. Right. Also, during the search of the Wagner property, a laptop computer is seized. On this laptop were screenshots of Facebook Messenger messages from Hannah mm-hmm. messaging one of her friends about the custody situation. With Jake. Right. Okay, so they already had this, the BCI investigators had this information because they had Hannah's records. Right. Well, now they have a laptop that belongs to the Wagners. Right. With screenshots of Hannah's personal conversations.
0: So they have, Jake has somehow, or Angela,
1: one has been breaking into. Right. Well, these particular messages they had screenshotted said. I will never sign custody papers. They'll have to kill me first. Mm. So, Hannah was talking to her friend about, and she's like, I will never yeah. sign. I'm never getting signing custody of my child over, right. period. They'll have to kill me first. Right. Mm. And it's very weird that those are the ones they had screenshotted on their laptop, saved. Yeah. So the Wagners obviously had Hannah's Facebook password. They were hacking into her account, reading all of her messages, just doing whatever the fuck they wanted to. That's so crazy. Well, after a year or so of living in Alaska, the Wagners couldn't afford it anymore. They could not afford to live there anymore. So they're moving back to Ohio. Okay. Well, BCI gets info that they're coming back And they set up shop at the damn uh, Montana border and stopped them. Oh. Got them. Oh, bam. Right at the Montana border. Wow. Right? Okay. George and Jake denied any involvement in the killings whatsoever. Billy would not cooperate at all. He would not speak. Mm. But Angela decided, yeah, I'll do an interview for you. Of course she will. Of course, Angela's asked about her relationship with the rodents, and she said she had a great relationship with the rodents. Mm -hmm. She said, especially Hannah, she said that Hannah would call her mom. Maybe that was true at one point. When investigators point blank asked, why did someone give us information that you and your family are involved in these murders? And she said she has absolutely no idea why anyone would say that. Mm. They start questioning her about things that she buys for the family. They're setting her up somewhat. Right. And they mention shoes, and she's quickly, no, 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 I don't buy shoes. I don't ever buy shoes. Well, then they show her the receipt for the two pairs of shoes, and she still denies it. She's like, no, I didn't buy that. This is not mine. Well, then they show her the picture from Walmart that was clear as fuck. Yes, yes. (laughs) And she said, oh, well, maybe I did buy them. I don't remember. You know, just totally... I don't know. Blind bitch. And they were like, well, where are the shoes? If you bought them, where are they? She said, I threw them away. And they're like, okay, wait a minute. You bought shoes to throw away. And she said, well, I bought them for the boys. And when I brought them home, they said they were old man shoes and they weren't going to wear them. So I just threw them away. And -hmm. they said, well, why would you buy shoes that they wouldn't like? Yeah. Like, why? You. Yeah. Yeah. She had no answer for that, obviously. Of course obviously. she did. Of course she um, did. Then they tell her that they don't believe her, so Amanda, Angela immediately said, okay, I'm going to stop this, stop now, I'm getting a lawyer.
0: Yeah, because she realized she can't control the situation right. here. Yeah.
1: BCI <clears throat> finds Angela's interview very suspect, and they have a strong feeling that the Wagner family is involved, but they need evidence to find out if they are, number one, and number two, which Wagners. Right. All of them? One of them? Yeah. What's going on here? Yeah. Well, now that the Wagners are living back in Ohio, mm-hmm. George and Jake both got jobs as truck drivers for the same trucking company. Okay. Well, that trucking company... Worked very closely with BCI, allowing BCI to wire the phones and the trucks themselves, oh, so that they could listen in on conversations. Good for them. You know what? If I were
0: the business owner, I would be like, hell yeah! yeah. Because if, if you they, they did worked, do something, right?
1: I don't want them working for me. Right? Yeah. Well, the Wagners did not disappoint. BCI had a ton of recorded conversations, conversations with Angela describing how we better come up with a plan fast. We have to act fast because we are running on borrowed time. I'm telling you, we are running on borrowed time. Of course you are, Angela. Angela tells Jake that she was just following his decision. Ninety percent of what has happened was your idea, Jake. I was just following your lead. Mm, I find that one hard to believe. They think the detectives are following them. They do. And they even say, they probably got the house bugged and the trucks bugged and everything. They start getting really... Paranoid Right And that's when shit starts to fall apart Of course And they
0: want to make them paranoid Yes Yes.
1: Especially if you got person turning on person Right Shit's starting to Sounds like Angela is already thinking I need to save myself Right It's starting to unravel And it's so fucking funny that you just said that Say that one more time Angela
0: wanted to save herself She was already setting that up Don't forget that bitch Mm
1: hmm By November of 2018, investigators had enough evidence to secure a warrant for arrest for all four, Billy, Angela, George, and Jake. Okay. This huge tactical mission was put in place. I think this is kind of badass. And they simultaneously arrested all four at one time. Yes, absolutely. Angela was at her home. They got her. Billy was at in, in in Kentucky or right near the border, right? So they got him, right? And then George and Jake were together in a vehicle, and they got them in a traffic stop. So simultaneously, good. That way they couldn't talk to each other. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, now news spread that the family had been arrested in connection with the Roden murders, um. and the towns like in disbelief. The community knew these two families as being friends.
0: But there's gotta be somebody in that community that knows a little something. Probably.
1: But would you come forward? The motherfuckers wiped out eight people of this family. I wouldn't say They'd- shit.
0: I don't know. If that if I heard they were arrested, it would probably make me feel a little more so I would feel safer if they were arrested. Right. But I'm talking about in the in the beginning. Or I don't I mean maybe an anonymous call would have been made or mm. something. I feel like you'd be kind of fucking with a cartel, like yes,
1: yeah. hit that size. I could you know.
0: definitely see why somebody would be scared and I don't really know what I'd do unless I was in that situation. Yeah. I can only assume
1: no, it, 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 At the end of the day, nobody wants to believe that one family is going to wipe out a whole other family over a fucking custody battle. Sure. It don't make sense. Right. People battle custody every day. Every day. Yeah. Well, all four Wagner family members were charged with capital murder and placed in jail. But they were all four put at different county jails to await trial. Perfect. And BCI had to still prove which Wagner was in which home pulling which trigger. True. Yeah. To know who who to, you know. But you know it has to be multiple ones. Well, what they hoped is they arrested them on the spot, put them in jails, different jails. They can't talk to each other. Mm -hmm. So they're just like, give it enough time. Somebody's going to start talking.
0: Yeah, especially when you're sitting in a jail cell and you're like, this could be the rest of my
1: life. Right. Reality yeah. sinks him. Mm-hmm. Well, bitch, the Wagner sat in jail for over two years with nobody talking and no date set for trial. Because wow. when you have a capital murder of eight mm-hmm. victims, right, it takes a long time, sure, to do what you need to do, sure. And I take it,
0: Frederica. Didn't come bail her family members out. Oh, they had no bail. You oh. have eight capital murders. This is true. Yeah, no I, I forgot. Yeah, it was capital murder. Yeah. So, yeah. Frederica can get the fuck lost. Well, you know, I'm surprised it was two years and nobody
1: broke. Oh, we getting there. Okay. Let's take another little shot here. Let's
0: do it.
1: And uh, I'm going to tell you how this all fucking goes down. Goes down. <laughs> Cheers, bitches. <sighs> <sighs> Okay. Okay. So we have four Wagner's in four different jails. Right. They have to have four different lawyers. Right. The first one that was going to end up going to trial is going to be Jake. Mm -hmm. He's the youngest son of Billy and Angela. Right. Well, they all have different lawyers. Like I said, Jake's lawyer is not based out of Pike County Mm -hmm. because it's so small. Town. This is sure. a huge lawyer. Um, so he was out of town at his office and he got a phone call from his local associate. Right. That said, something's going on with Jake. They've asked us all to come to the courtroom. Ooh. So when his lawyer, his main defense lawyer, right, turns on the TV, there is fucking Jake on live TV. Uh-huh. Jake is in the courtroom. Oh okay. yeah, and he wants to recant his not guilty plea, and instead states that he is guilty of aggravated murder of Hannah Roden and her family. Wow! Now, when he is saying this, and I've seen it, I've seen it. When he is saying this, the lo- the um, judge is asking him do you understand this do you understand that and he says yes and he said well what is your plea and he says guilty your honor and he smiles what smiles like he was waiting on the shock value guilty of killing hannah Roden. wow and then he continues to inappropriately inappropriately smile throughout the rest of that conversation Mm. several times and little smirks yeah he he was almost giggly. Yeah, that that sounds nuts. It is crazy. He describes how he plotted and killed eight Mm -hmm. members of this family, including the mother of his child. And there's no remorse in him whatsoever. None. No, he he felt completely justified. Yeah. Jake agrees to give a full confession. Mm -hmm. However, Jake got the judge to agree to life without parole for him and no death penalty, took the death penalty off the table for the entire family. But the judge said, if you want me to do that, you have to agree to testify against the rest of your family members.
0: Right. And he
1: said, okay. He sounds like a psychopath. He said, okay, no problem. Jake immediately takes BCI to the murder weapons because they had a few shell casings, mm-hmm. but no guns whatsoever. Right. The murder weapons were recovered from a pond on Flying W Farms. Remember, Old Freddy's Freddy farm. with Flair.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The murder weapon. Okay, like there were shell casings, there were, um, Glocks, there were guns that had been sawed in half. Okay, there was what's the cassette thing you put up in there? The oh, rackets. like the um, what the held the bullets? Yeah, yeah, I don't know what that, that is, but the bullet holder bullet thing. Holder, I mean, it was all this <laughs> stuff, right? And it, would, it had been put in two five-gallon buckets. Mm-hmm. And then the five-gallon buckets were filled with cement. Oh. And then they let that set and dry and then went out in the middle of the pond in the boat and dropped the buckets. So the buckets were in the middle of the pond. Wow. Okay. And never would have come up with the amount of concrete yeah. in it. Yeah. He took them right to it. He said, so here you go. Here they are crazy (laughs) anyway just there are no words i know so even with jake's confession and the recovering of the murder weapons they still wanted to press the other family members to confess yeah five months after jake's confession angela caved that fucking bitch she confessed herself but she set up Her own deal. And this is why I was glad you pointed that out a minute ago. Mm -hmm. She agrees to testify against her husband and her children. If they will give her 30 flat years and she can get out someday. What? Bitch, they said, okay. Oh, my God. They said, okay. Oh, my God. And now look, all the pictures of Angela prior to going to jail. Mm -hmm. She's a hefty lady. Okay. She's a hefty yeah, yeah. Well-fed, eating good lady. Yeah. When she shows up at court, bitch, she's lost a shit ton of weight. Mm. So I don't think that prison food hitting it for her like that good food did. <laughs> she can't control shit in she there like, either. let me out in 30 years. I'll tell you any fucking thing. Oh, my God. I can't
0: believe that she would. I mean, yes, I could. Yes, I could. Yeah. She's a control freak. She has to hammer out her own deal. Yeah, she's trying to. I'm like, fuck you, yes. bitch, you going to die in
1: there. Yes. Well, um, finally, September of 2022. I mean, this happened in 2016. And it just blows my mind that it takes so long to get things done. But I know this was such a huge case. you know? Right, right. Well, Jake took a deal. Angela took a deal. So, obviously, they're not going to try Right. So, then they've moved on to George. Billy and Angela's oldest son, George. Mm-hmm. And George was offered a plea for a confession as well, but he turned it down. George has always maintained his complete innocence. George's lawyers were pressing the fact that George was not at any of the crime scenes and did not kill anyone. But Ohio State law says you don't have to be the beat. be. <sighs> You don't have to pull the trigger to be found guilty. Right. Being complicit is being guilty. 100%. Yeah. Well, this is where some shit got interesting. Mm. During George's trial, not only did he know that his mother and his brother were going to testify against him. Right. The prosecutors had a couple bonuses in there as well. Oh. Had a little surprise. tell. So George, like I said, had a son that was living with them in Alaska. Right. The mother of his son is his ex-wife, Tabby. Mm-hmm. So they call Tabby to the stand to testify about what the Wagner family, the dynamic of the Wagner family is really like. About really living in that house with Angela and the way she's controlling. Right. And the relationship with the boys. What is it really like? Well, Tabby had some shit to say. Mm. She did not hold back. Good for Tabby. Hold back. Tabby gets on the stand and describes that right after she and George got married, they moved in with Billy and Angela. Because I feel like that's what Angela presses right. everyone to do. Yeah, she needs everybody there to control. Yeah. She wanted 15-year-old or 13-year-old. Well, she was 15 when she moved in. Mm-hmm. Hannah Rhodes living with her. You right. know, She wants everybody under her wing. Angela would come into their marital bedroom. Now, I know it's Angela's house, but you know they're married. They are married. She would come into their bedroom and have Tabby leave because that would be her private time with George. No. What? Where she would scratch his back <gasps> and let him talk about his day. Bitch, I told you it's weird. Oh, that is so weird. not cool. Right. That is so inappropriate. Well, what's even more inappropriate is Tabby was given rules from Angela. And not just Tabby. Angela told George and Tabby together at the same time Mm -hmm. that George was not allowed to get any blowjobs and that they were only to have sex if they were trying to physically conceive a baby. What the actual fuck? She told Tabby, if you give him a blowjob, you will go to hell. And you're a whore. You're going to hell. Angela has some
0: deep, deep, issues. deep
1: fucking issues. Tabby also testified Angela would not allow her to go visit her family or her family was not allowed to come there and visit either. So, yeah, they want to isolate her, get yeah. more control. Tabby wasn't allowed to have a cell phone and was not allowed to get on the Internet. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Like a damn prisoner. Yes. And it's like Angela wanted... These girls, they are. It's not like she didn't want the women. She wanted them because they were a means of having grandbabies. Yes, she would tolerate these daughter-in-laws, right? Kind of shit. Tolerate these daughter-in-laws to get the grandbabies. Oh my gosh! Tabby testified that she ended up leaving George because they got into an argument and he slapped her across her face. Mm -hmm. When she ran out the door. Angela followed and threw a board at Tabby and told her she was going to go get her gun.
0: Oh what? That is insane. Your son just assaulted her Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you tried to assault her with a board Mm -hmm. and then you threatened to go get your gun. And yes. Implying that you're gonna kill her. Kill her.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um Tabby. Met Angela and George at the courthouse To dissolve the marriage And sign a custody agreement Over their son mm-hmm. But they tricked her I, And I'm not sure exactly how it happened But they tricked her They told her she was going to have 50-50 joint custody mm-hmm. And it was not She signed over all parental rights Oh so, I don't know if she didn't read it or have well, it reviewed by a lawyer. Right. It's a lot and that of mumbo may mumbo jumbo shit. You know, maybe she didn't have the money to have a
0: lawyer That's read over exactly it. That's exactly what I and thought. And the legal jargon can be extremely
1: confusing. Right. Right. For anybody. Right. The only fucking people that can't understand it are lawyers. Right. They're the only ones that can understand it.
0: And so she's probably like, okay, we're going to have 50-50. I'm getting out of this. The marriage is over. Sure, I'll sign some damn it, papers so 100%. we can move on. Yeah. And they
1: fucking stole her kid from her. Bless her heart. She very rarely got to see her son after that. They fucking stole her kid from her. Bless her heart. Well, you know, George is on trial still maintaining that He's innocent. He didn't know anything about this. Well, the next witness they called to the stand, and this is super interesting, is Elizabeth Armour. Mm -hmm. Now, when the Wagner family was living in Alaska, they were going to a church that, believe it or not, was pastored by a guy they knew in Ohio. Oh.
0: Right. So they
1: knew this pastor from Ohio And he was pastoring at this church in Alaska. Why? That's pretty random. The Wagner family was going to this church. Right. Well, this is where they met Elizabeth Armour. Elizabeth um, is from a Mennonite home, Mm -hmm. and she fled to Alaska to escape that lifestyle. Right. Beth is very, very smart, very religious, but very sheltered. Yeah. I mean, she yes, she was in a Mennonite home, which is sheltered enough. But then she moved out here to Kenai, Alaska. Where it's off the The grid, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So she's still pretty sheltered. Sure. Yeah. Well, she met Jake Wagner and they went on a few dates and hit it off.
0: Yeah. I'm sure he put on his best front for her.
1: And you know, he has Kylie. Yeah. And she took to Kylie. Kylie took to her. They would take the girl on the dates with her. Yeah. They seemed to make a happy unit. Yeah. They got married in 2018. What? So Jake got married in 2018. Now, Angela was not happy that Jake got married to Beth. Oh, really? Yeah. She felt like Beth was moving on her territory, meaning Beth was getting in between her relationship with the grandbaby, Kylie.
0: Ah,
1: this bitch is psycho. And there are recorded phone conversations. And, you know, that's another question I had. During this whole case in the court, they played a lot of recorded phone conversations. Mm -hmm. Who the fuck records all your phone conversations? Do you go around recording? No. So how do you have all these recorded phone conversations? just more psycho. Just weird shit. Just psycho shit. But there is a recorded phone conversation of Angela and Jake. And Angela's like screaming about how Beth is acting like her mommy. And she feels like she's just the grandmother and that Beth is the mommy now and that she likes Beth more. And Jake's like, you are not her mother. You are her grandmother. Exactly. Exactly. I just don't know who records conversations like that. That is very, very weird. weird. Well, Beth gets on the stand. Glad to testify. Yes. Her and Jake are not together by this good, point. But anyway, good, good, Beth, good. She confided in Jake that when she was little, she was sexually assaulted by a family member. Mm-hmm. Well, on the night they got married, Jake demanded that she cut all ties with her family. So after they were married, Pulling on his their mama's wedding night, yeah, didn't discuss that shit prior to. No. He also demanded all her passwords to her phone, social media, banks, email, and demanded she give him her social security card. <gasps> like some crazy fucking. I mean that is shit. yes. So then, after they're married, at one point, Angela accuses Beth of sexually molesting this little girl. Kylie. Oh, that is such a low and fucking she thing is to do to so, somebody. She's so fucking worked up about this that she goes to George and tells him and convinces him as well. Like, she's saying, I have proof. And is... so, so George gets all upset, and there's another phone call that's recorded, mm-hmm. and George is screaming that your daughter is probably being abused right now, and your dumb fucking ass wants to believe that dumb fucking whore who has put a demon on you. And he's like, "Wait, don't you talk about my wife like that again?" Who records these kinds the of crazy, a psycho fucking grandma is what. So apparently, George thinks that this little sheltered Mennonite religious girl put a demon on him. Yeah, I bet he did. Who was it can't nothing be... but good to this baby? Right, right. She stepped into a pile of shit with this and family. had no clue. Bless her heart, what? no clue exactly. After that conversation, Jake comes to Beth, and he's very sternly like grabbing her shoulders. And he's asking her if she did this. Of course, she says no. And he tells her, if you really did this, then just admit it now. And once you admit it, we will string you up in the barn, and we will beat you to death with a baseball bat. And then we will hunt down your pedophile family and kill them as well. Oh my God! She ain't done shit, I, right? So she is legit scared for her life. So she leaves. Good on her. But she left him in that yeah, situation. Absolutely. Yeah. So now we have testimony from George's ex-wife and Jake's ex-wife.
0: Yeah. All and they're painting the picture. Yeah, painting the same damn picture
1: of a prison. Yes. Um, George still saying he doesn't know or see or hear anything, but. Detectives were able to trace a purchase of a phone jammer back to Georgia's credit card. A phone jammer has all these little antenna things on it, but it's used to jam your phone's ability so you can't call 911. <gasps> you can't call anybody. Oh. So that purchase was made from Georgia's credit card. Oh. So they're, that's how they're like trying to physically link him to at least knowing about it uh, at uh, least having yeah, knowledge he, he of definitely it definitely knew about it well george's lawyers say no angela used his card for the purchase all the bills and all the money that flow through that house go through angela and she has access to everyone's cards oh i have no doubt well next witness up to testify against george is his brother jake Jake got on the stand and used his right not to be videoed, and I think that's such a pussy fucking move, so unless you were in the courtroom mm-hmm. you can't you you can't witness what he said because you have a right not to be videoed or recorded, so it's on record what he said right, but there's no video of him saying it, and there's no audio of that shit coming out of his uh, mouth. I gotcha, okay, you pussy little <laughs> fucker, yeah. Yeah. And he's, he's a super skinny, weaselly little shit. shit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He just didn't want to, he didn't want everyone to see him. He did not want it to be publicized. Right. Because I don't think he could fucking quit smiling long enough while he was talking about it. Yeah. He sounds like a real piece of work. Anyway, we're going to take a little shot right here because Jake pretty much paints us a plain picture of what, of what ha- happened mm. that night. All right, well, I got us ready. Fill your cups up. Cheers, bitches. Hmm. Skin, skin, skin. Jake testifies that this whole plan started from the day Angela hacked into Hannah's Facebook and saw the messages that she would never sign papers, they'd have to kill her first.
0: Oh, uh, yeah.
1: I kind of thought
0: when you said they had the screenshots mm-hmm.
1: that that was her like, well, fuck it, we will kill you, kind of. Well, Angela screenshotted it, print the shits out, or print the out, printed the shit out, and shows it to Jake. And she's like, we have to do something about her, period. And Jake testified that Billy, his father, first came up with the idea of just killing Hannah. But Billy said, you know, after he thought about that for a minute, just killing Hannah is not going to work because all hell will break loose. Her dad, Chris Sr., her uncle, Kenneth, or her brother, Frankie, Mm -hmm. all of them is going to fucking come unglued if Hannah shows up being murdered. Sure. And he knows they will retaliate. Yes. That's when they decide, well, fuck it. We'll just kill everybody. Wow. So the definite plan was to kill Hannah, Chris, Frankie, and Kenneth. But then they went on and decided if anybody else were at those residents with those four people, they were going to die too. So the rest were just collateral damage. Pretty much. Pretty much. Jake stated that him, Billy, and George were on their way to commit these homicides. They stopped on the side of the road and Billy got out of the truck Payson and he's like hey guys look We can steal back out of this we do not Have to do this yes And Jake said no this is what I Want to do and he persuaded Billy to get back in the truck And let's go do this wow. So Billy had some hesitation Yes the first house They go to is Chris senior I feel like they Thought he was the biggest threat right he, he And Gary together yeah um, Billy got Chris to Come to the front door and The plan was George had the rifle, and he was supposed to take one shot from far back. Mm -hmm. Well, he froze. So Jake runs up and takes the gun from him and just starts spraying. Oh. So that's where those Bullets. bullets through the house and shit came from. Oh, my gosh. Well, then Billy pushes Chris inside the house. He has been shot at this point in his shoulder. Right. So Jake did tag him. Yes. Pushes him inside the house and shoots him in the head. Wow, your best friend, best friend, Gary's sitting there to shoot him in the head before he could even have time Re- react. to react. Yeah, and then they drag both of the bodies, put Chris in his bedroom, put Gary in his bedroom. Why even bother doing that? And they're like, "Well, this is wrapped up, so um, let's uh, go on to the next." Mm. But before, actually, before they could go on to the next, Billy came outside and was described as having a. Full metal breakdown. I'm not sure exactly what a full metal breakdown is. It's not mental. It was like Full Metal Jacket. Yes, breakdown is what they were. That's what
0: I was thinking about the movie Full Metal Jacket when he
1: went crazy and he had that evil looking.
0: He had that evil looking face. And when the guard came, you know, his superior officer come up yelling at him, and he just blew him away. Okay.
1: I didn't catch that reference, so Mm -hmm. that's what he's talking about. Yes. Apparently, he was having that kind of meltdown. Yeah. And he was literally freaking out, screaming that he can't believe he just killed his best friend. Mm. So he did stop on the way, and he did kill him, but then he had remorse, obviously, right after. Right. Well, Jake basically says, you need to dry that shit up. Come on. Let's go. Let's go. And they go next door to Frankie's because they're scared you going to wake somebody up shit Yeah somebody that's out, literally What I was quit. thinking They go next door to Frankie's And walk right in the door And Frankie's laying there asleep And Jake shoots him in the head Well this causes Hannah Gilly, His fiance To sit up Yeah And that's when he just Immediately just Bam Shot I don't even know If the, the child had her eyes open I mean he just Took her out That quick Yeah Yeah yeah. yeah. The baby You know was left in harm. They left the three year old then they go to Dana's house. Mm. Jake describes that he first walks into Dana's bedroom, puts the gun against her head, and shoots five times. Why so much towards Dana? Probably, if I had to guess, Dana is supporting Hannah and Hannah's decisions. Right. So that pisses him off. Right. That she would listen to her and not him. So right. I, I would just assume, that. like, he would shoot Hannah more. Right. Well, he does, but he backs out of her doorway and goes down the hallway and goes into Chris Jr.'s room and shoots him in the head four times. That is. He goes across the hallway where Hannah is laying in the bed with this four year old infant and he shoots Hannah in the head two times. The trigger warning. This is about to be nasty. Um, He testified that he then rolled Hannah's body over and made her breast exposed and kind of pushed the baby up against it because he thought, you know, there might be bodies here for a while and I want this baby to starve. So he thought if he just put her boob out in this four-year-old baby, a four-day-old baby would latch on and not starve to death. He was very concerned the baby would starve. That is crazy. To is that me. not the craziest fucking shit? That is crazy to me. He exposed her nipple and put the baby up against it. That after is... he after he shot her in the head two times. That oh my gosh. That's there are no words for that. There's no words for that. Then they head to Kenneth's camper. Of course we know they go in Kenneth's camper. Jake shots him one... Shot him one time in the eye, and the whole dollar bill was just to throw people off. Just yeah, to, just to yeah. make it more confusing. Just to make it more confusing. Well, after Jake finishes his testimony, the next witness they call up is Angela. I mean, she's going to testify against her own fucking Of course she is. Of course so she that she is. can get her flat 30 years and get out. Well, she has not seen, she has not laid eyes on her son since they were all arrested four years ago. It's been four years. And to have had that much control over them and then it just ripped away. Yes. And, yeah. Yes. So she's sitting up on that witness stand testifying and not one time does she look at that boy. Mm. She doesn't ever even look at him. Sure. She don't wanna look him in the eye. How? Can, how? As a mother. she is a complete how? and utter piece of shit. Angela starts by testifying that Billy, Jake, and George would go off together and do the planning, and that she personally had a conversation with George herself and said, Are you sure you want to go through with this? And he and Jake both said yes. So, this whole time, George says he didn't even know his family was even thinking about doing this. Right. He's just oblivious. But everybody else is like, Motherfucker, knew the whole time. Yes, of course he did. Well, how could he not? Come on. How could he not? Angela said when they left the house that night to go commit the murders, the boys left their phones at home. So she would send the phone's text messages and then respond herself back to her phone to make it look like she was interacting with the kids and that they were at home. Mm -hmm. And then she would get on their phone and open apps or whatever. Just try to time state. Yeah, like that they were date stamps and shit. Yes, (laughs) yes. That's what she was saying,
0: but then she went upstairs and went to sleep and then she just went and took a nap when she knew that so an, a, a whole family your, was going to be annihilated, but
1: your whole family and yet just you're left, yes, to go f- fucking kill a whole family, anything could happen,
0: yeah, I'm gonna send a few messages, maybe play a <sighs> game or two, let me go then get I'm get gonna take
1: sleep. a nap. I truly believed um. She was probably the mastermind. 100% I don't know why she wants to put it Jake. Yeah. But I think it was probably, but even Jake said it was Billy's idea to do the blah, blah, blah. I still think Angela is pushing everybody to do this. Right. Angela testified that the idea of killing the family wasn't really about custody, but it was about protecting Jake's daughter. Because if she was in daycare, she was going to be abducted and abused, period. How ridiculous. That was her testimony. Utterly
0: ridiculous.
1: Jake and Angela both thought that Kylie was being sexually molested. There is no evidence. Right. Zero. Right. No reports, no doctor That's visits, just their own no way to nothing. justify yeah.
0: it in their mind so they can keep them in a bubble.
1: Yeah, but I really, I feel like Angela, ha- and I know it's traumatic, being raped, Is fucking traumatic. 100%. But I feel like she stayed there. The trauma hasn't moved past it. So she's looking at the whole world through her trauma. And and she's wanting to control every little... So that it doesn't happen. And it's impossible. That's impossible.
0: Right. It still does not give her justification to help plan the murder of eight Eight family members.
1: Well... After Angela was done with her testimony, it was George's turn. He gets on the stand to testify for himself. And he says that he wasn't as close to his family as people think, that him and his mom fought constantly because she was so controlling Mm -hmm. and that he didn't get along with Jake because he didn't like Jake. George said that he was out of the house more than he was in the house. Right. And he didn't leave the house because he'd be broke with no roof over his head. Okay, well, you can't have it both ways. Yeah. You're so, either
0: there because you're too broke or you're not.
1: You know, he, he was not going to move out on his own, even though he was so unhappy, because he would be broke with no roof over his head.
0: Well, work on fixing that right. situation. Better your situation. Right. Better yourself. Right.
1: He also talked a lot about how Frankie Roden was his best friend.
0: Well, that obviously don't matter. And
1: there's a picture of George's wedding when he's uh, marrying Tabby. Mm -hmm. And he has one arm around Tabby and one arm around Frankie, his best man. Right. Best friend. Yeah. Didn't mean shit. They wiped out his entire fucking family, including him. Yeah. George said that he was not in the vehicle with Billy and Jake, and he had not even left the house at all that night. George said he didn't know... At any time that his family was planning to kill him. And he didn't know that they'd even left the house. He had no involvement in planning anything. He just didn't know shit. He also said if he knew this was going to happen, somehow, some way, he would have stopped it. Bullshit. That's why he went
0: to Alaska with his family. Right.
1: Ran with them. Well, I really think George got on the stand and was saying all that because you have 12 jurors. If you can get an ounce of doubt in sure. one juror's mind, mm-hmm. that'll fucking send right. everything in different direction. There could be that
0: one juror that's like, you know what? We didn't see video of them coming. You can't prove
1: essentially that he was there. Right. There aren't fingerprints of him there. Right? Yeah. They're they wanting that one piece. But mm, yeah, he didn't get it. The trial lasted 12 weeks. The jury deliberated for less than seven hours. Yeah,
0: because they knew he was full of shit. And they come
1: on back and they said, no, we believe beyond any reasonable doubt that George is guilty on all counts of aggravated murder. 100%. He was sentenced to prison in life with no possibility of parole. Life in prison? Life in prison. What'd I say? Prison in life. (laughs) (laughs) Which I'm sure he was a prison in life. (laughs) Yeah, he was. Okay, yes. Life in prison... No parole for him. We already know Jake got life in prison. No parole for him. Mm-hmm. Um, Angela took the deal she was offered. She's right. 30 flat years. So she will eventually get out. And get this, Billy Wagner, he hadn't even went to trial yet. What? Steal? Still. They are uh, set to s- start trial on him this year in May. Wow. This year in May. Wow. And Frederica hmm Freddie with Flair. Freddie with Flair. The Roden family filed a wrongful death lawsuit mm-hmm. against the Wagner family, especially Frederica and all her money and her farm and shit. Yep. Because the murder weapons were found on her property. Right. They did name her in that suit, and she has asked to be removed. She swears she had no... Clue, clue that, that any that of that was going to happen it didn't even had she didn't know the boys put that shit in the pond right she says right. she didn't which I mean could be honest right um, you seventeen hundred acres right that's huge right. they could have went out there without her knowing there's multiple ponds how would right. she know I mean at this point she's almost eighty yeah so anyway she's asked to be removed um but that's still being deliberated as well.
0: I don't, I mean, I don't blame the rodents for wanting
1: no, not at all. Pound
0: of flesh, you know what I'm saying? Every fucking one of them. I mean, eight people of their Mm -hmm. family were killed. And it sounds like Jake just was so matter of fact
1: about it. Like he He just didn't give a fuck. It was almost like he was just describing them. It was almost like he was just describing this podcast I just did. Do you feel like, do
0: you feel like he was? happy to be in prison like he took to being in prison like maybe he liked the structure maybe he went around his mom i, I, don't, I don't know
1: i truly or don't he's know. just
0: a fucking psychopath that doesn't feel emotions like everybody else anyway and i think
1: he's a psychopath number one right after hannah was killed or right after all the rodents were killed mm-hmm. hannah's cousin was talking to jake mm-hmm. about kylie yeah and he was crying saying that he didn't know how he was going to be able to tell his little girl her mommy was never coming back he's the one that fucking did it right so i think so he, he put on a good performance oh, yes. Yeah, yeah yeah so that's wow. psychopath like shit mm. i hope it's hard for him in there george was mad as hell i mean he was mad and it, it just killed me how he said he didn't know nothing up to the
0: very Bullshit. end Shit. And everybody just seen right through that bullshit, which I'm glad.
1: And Billy is still Mm -hmm. trying to say he wasn't as involved, but I'm sure at his trial, because we already know Angela and Jake both have to testify against Billy as well. Right. That he's going to go down the same way. Of course he is. Same way.
0: As he should. Mm -hmm. He killed his best friend.
1: Yes. His children. Yes. His wife. I mean. Everybody. That. Is so on a happy note. I would like to say that Tabby, George's ex wife, mm-hmm. that got tricked out of custody, right? Has her son back.
0: Yay! Oh, that's and that wonderful! Me a of heart. That is wonderful. Good for her.
1: I hope it's a good, happy situation. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, do you and know who has Kylie? I do not. I know it's a Roden family member. Gotcha. But I don't. They kept that real under wraps. I mean, the, and I she don't, was through yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, I watched some documentaries. And a lot of things that you'll read online even has the kids' names redacted. Yeah, so sure. So, I just happened to find their names. Right. So, no, I don't know who she's with. But it is a member of the Roden family. Well, good. And I hope that they're doing well. And then the um, six-month-old Ruger is with Hannah Gilley's family. Yes. So. Yeah, the Roden family took one of the babies. Sure, I mean half egg. of the family is decimated. Right, they're gone, and you gotta have somebody to be able to raise the sure, kids that are left. Sure, so. yeah. sure. And then the three-year-old Brentley, he's with his mom, right. obviously.
0: Well, I hope all them babies are doing good. I hope they are too. I hope that they
1: are growing, and I hope they're happy. It's been 2016, so it's been eight years. <sighs> eight years, so the kids are a lot older now. You know? Yeah. And, you know, they know what's happened and right. what's going on. There's no way they can't. Right. It's right. everywhere. It's the worst case in the history of Ohio. That's, that's, that's heavy. So I hope you guys enjoyed that crazy story as much as I did. I think I need another shot, yeah, though. Yeah, there's a lot of twists and turns in that. <laughs> and it's a damn shame. Just a damn shame. hmm
0: I hope that prison is very hard for all of them. And Angela... I hope that she gets bitch slapped on a regular basis. <laughs> Actually, I hope all of them do. <laughs> but I hope she's in there trying to boss some damn body else around.
1: Bitch, I think they're stealing her food. I'm telling you, that bitch dropped like a hundred <laughs> pounds. I mean, it was a lot. It was a remarkable amount of Well, weight. she went
0: from being the, in control of her kingdom
1: to, to in control of nothing. 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 Mm-hmm.
0: So... I, I'm, I hope it was hard. I, I, I hope, hope it still every is. Day. Every, every day. fucking day. And I hope she dies before she gets out of prison because It is would be nice. Horrible. Yeah.
1: She doesn't deserve a second chance. All of them chance. need to die in prison. Yeah. yeah. Well, she don't will. deserve a second chance right. for that. Right. Yeah. All right. Fill your cups up. We're going to wrap this shit up. Here we go. Cheers, bitches. Mm.
0: That's a good one for the road right there. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Not really. I'm not driving anywhere. No, no. <laughs> That's a good one for us to roll on out of here is what she means. This is true. Yes. Anyway, on that note, we hope you keep listening. Be good. Stay out of trouble or don't get cold. Bye, bitches. We hope you keep listening and find us on Facebook, Instagram,
1: TikTok at Murder and Moonshine. We would love to hear from you. You can send us an email at murderandmoonshine at gmail.com.